I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Today, I have an awesome guest, and we're going to talk money and finances, something that is kind of taboo, something that women have a lot of, mm, I guess they shy away from, maybe don't have as much knowledge or is not as confident in that area. And so today we have Donette Palomar. And Donette Palomore is a financial wellness coach with Proverbs Financial Coaching. Welcome, Donette. Thank you so much, Heather. It's so awesome to be here. And welcome to everybody who's listening. Thank you so much for being here. Donette and I met at the brilliant event through Inspired Living, and we connected. And once I found out kind of what she does and what I do, we just connected and we really wanted to collaborate and just kind of shine a light a little bit more. And I thought Donette was like the perfect person because, well, she can tell you what, um, what you do for women. So I help a professional and entrepreneur women who are frustrated because they're not hitting, frustrated and embarrassed because they're not hitting their financial goals. Uh, We plug the money leaks and we help them to manage their money so that they don't have to sacrifice their lifestyle because that's huge, right? We don't want to sacrifice our lifestyle uh, when we're thinking about budgeting because it's become such a dirty word. (laughs) (laughs) When people think about budgeting, they think about, uh, oh no, now I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be able to do that. And um, what I found through my experience and doing my own budgeting and, and navigating through our ever-changing lives was how I could plan, do this budgeting by planning, not just for life's necessities, but the things that I wanted and the things that I enjoyed and the things that were important to me. That's amazing. I feel like, at least in my household, my husband kind of does the finances or um, when I started chaos and cookies, you know, I was leaning on him about like what we could do, what we couldn't do and didn't really have like a good gauge on it. And even if you don't run a business or you're just running your household, um, I feel like we go to our spouse traditionally with gender roles, maybe, and just kind of know, like, I know I paid my bills, like I pay the household bills, but they come to the, the emails, you make sure that they're paid and he's the breadwinner. So he's just kind of covering overhead. So it's nice to kind of have that, um, idea of what in budget, like I'm sure you, I know you work with couples on how to communicate about money because yes. <laughs> you know, number like one of the top reasons for divorce or arguments is finances. And it's not usually because yes. of the use of finances. It's about communication. Am I right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I think women need to take that power back. Um, not because they need to be in charge of everything, but we're, we have partners, right? This partner life. Why are we not partnering with them in the financial area? 
just because we're not earning an income or earning enough income in our own minds doesn't mean that we don't get to be part of that because we've partnered um, and we've taken on different roles and that's fine, whatever that might be, whether we're just going to stay at home, we're going to work part-time, we're going to have a side hustle, whatever that is, or maybe even the woman could be the breadwinner and those roles get reversed. We need to empower each other um, in all those areas of our lives. I, and it's like, okay, great. One more thing we got to <laughs> talk about, right? But it's something so necessary because I, I, I remember the fighting uh, with my husband uh, the arguing. I mean, that is not fun. And, and just about money, because we weren't managing it correctly. And once we um, got on the same page, we actually looked at our finances together. What do we have? Where do we want to go? Um, and how do we get there? The arguing stopped. Mm. But the key, I think, is to really talk about that. What do you guys want? Talk together about that go on your date night or go hide in a closet somewhere, <laughs> whatever it might be, but take time to talk about what you're uh, dreaming with each other. What do you guys want to do together? What are you trying to accomplish? And I think that's missing. Sure. And I think when you have kids involved and there's activities and there's just kind of like a lot of moving pieces that kind of gets lost too, where you just kind of do to do and then kind of com- communicate with your partner maybe later. And if you don't have a good uh, idea about like your monthly spend or maybe the cushion you have to X, Y, Z, and then it comes back later, you don't want to maybe empty promise maybe your kid and the soccer that he wanted to sign up or something and then backtrack and be like, oops. Uh, And then you have that whole well, maybe we won't say anything or I'll make it work. And then it kind of like overcomplicates it maybe a little bit. And then you don't want to hurt your kids' feelings, but you don't want to like address it either, (laughs) right? No, totally. I I can totally understand that. You're right. We don't want to tell our kids no or, you know, because they really want to do this thing. And I think that's why it's so important to make sure that you do take the time to sit down and get this done. And And I teach my clients how to do a a spending plan or a budget in 15 minutes a month. I mean, that's fantastic, right? Because none of us really want to spend time on it. it. We just want to, as fast as we can, it's just one more thing we got to do, right? We want to just get it done. But when we take that time to just figure it out, then we could just check in every week. But try to pick a time, whether it's before they get up or after they go to bed. Um, You know, you can even talk on the phone. It's not like we have to meet face to face. We can talk on the phone. So maybe it's at lunchtime. We're going to get that 15 minutes on the phone and check in with each other. Look at what you guys have planned for the month and this, and this pay period. Is that happening? Did something come up? I need to tell you because sometimes in this chaos, things come up and we don't get a chance to tell our significant other. Um, and here's the time to do that. So it's checking on what we said we were going to do. Did something come up and how do we need to adjust it? Mm. And is there a, a, I know we had spoken before and I love the tips that you gave about like pick a place in your home that's appropriate. So you want to pick a place where you don't tend to argue or fight. So if you're fighting at the kitchen table a lot, don't talk about money there. Go to the bedroom or the living room or even outside if you have to, where you don't tend to argue and make like, so that's like a neutral place where we're not you know, it's like if we are at the kitchen table fighting all the time, it just automatically brings that energy and that tension in. 
Mm, that would make so much more sense. And do you have maybe any tips where, say you schedule this every Wednesday night at 8.30, but one of you had like a terrible day. <laughs> like, is it an appropriate time to keep that, that financial date? Or, I mean, is it, because you obviously don't want to put it off because then you kind of just make an excuse and it really is, you know, kind of sticking with it. Um, do you have any pointers maybe on how to get around that? <laughs> That's going to happen. And I would say, try to just stick to it because it's an, it's important. And it could be actually something good you talk about, like, Hey, I got a bonus this week, or Hey, I saved $200 on the grocery bill. What it could be something positive. And that's what we want it to be. We want to turn money into something positive, not that it's negative And I have to talk about it. Oh gosh, I'm dreading it. But oh my gosh, we get to have our day tonight. We get to see if we hit our goals. We get it. I get to share with my husband about this and he's going to share this with me. So turning it to as positive, don't think of it as something negative because it's not. Do you have kind of an outline on maybe how couples should have that conversation? Like start out kind of like a, like a, like a counseling session, like start out with a positive affirmation or start out with, okay, what was our savings? Or is there like a good kind of like bullet points to hit to kind of keep it kind of light? I would say let's start with something positive that happened that week. That's a great uh, suggestion. How can we encourage each other? Even if we mess up or if something went over that we weren't expecting, it's okay. We can adjust it. It's part of life. We're always adjusting and involving our life, right? It's never the same. No, no day is ever the same. And no month in our budget is probably going to ever be the same either. So we have to stay flexible, stay positive and acknowledge each other's um, things that they've done correctly. Be positive about it. Positive affirmations, as he said, and hey, what was a good thing that happened this week? And maybe it doesn't have to be about money. Maybe it's just something in general that happened. Uh, maybe the, you got the kids to do something or uh, something good at work happened. Whatever it is, start with that positive affirmation so you can make it a positive environment and then go into it. And, and don't go into it as, oh gosh, this happened. You know, we have this, we're facing this challenge. This is what happened. What can we do together? to tackle this and then as much as we can prevent it in the future. Because mm. money is so, it's just such a, it's so tricky. It's so tricky because money makes the world go round. I think that a lot of us put emphasis on money for happiness possibly, or, you know, it's so true, like more money, more problems, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it really is. <laughs> I mean, you don't ever have enough of it or I mean, it's never, you never have too much, <laughs> but then it kind of creates, you know, it, what, so I guess my next question would be like, how would you maybe recommend, um, maybe just split bank accounts or merging? I know everyone has their own preference, I guess, because you are a financial wellness expert, what's the most, most healthiest or a tip if you either share bank accounts or you do decide to keep them separate to kind of keep the communication and the trust there? Yeah. So that is, like you said, it's based on every individual couple and why they would want to keep their finances separate. Um, there could be some trust issues there. 
Um, but if we're not trusting each other with money and our decisions, it's going to show up in other areas of our relationship. Um, and if you're having trouble and you, you guys are having other trouble, you need to go see a counselor and get that talked about and figure out how you guys can work together on that stuff um, with trust. Um, one thing you said was that money makes the world go round. We can never have enough. You know, is it going to make us happy? And I think that's a really good place to start is what does make us happy? Mm. Sit and dream and think about if I could have my dream lifestyle, my dream life, what would that look like? Does it involve, you know, 10 houses? Does it involve a 50,000 square foot house, a 2000 square foot house, whatever it is, talk about that. Because from there, then you're going to make better money decisions and they're going to reflect your goals and values instead of thinking uh, you got to keep up with the Joneses and have this big house and the brand new car and the latest iPhone or whatever it is that, and you're living somebody else's life, not your own. And those things aren't fulfilling because they're not fulfilling for you. They're fulfilling for someone else. Also with bigger houses and bigger cars, more taxes, more maintenance, the Boom, 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 right? You got to do the That's lawn. Right. You have the AC. And it costs more money. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, it's all it's all great, but, you know, will it create more stress later? Right. You know? Because that stuff's stressful, <laughs> like, to keep up with already. And then you kind of yeah. tack that on. Um, yeah, money is – I hate talking about money. Money stresses <laughs> me out, personally. I, I've always made my own money. And then when I went and became a stay-at-home mom, it was very new for me to not monetarily contribute to the household. However, we are stay-at-home moms not, you know, contributing. We allow our spouses to work as much as they can and not really have to do as many things because we're keeping up with it. And I mean, I know for me, sometimes I have to kind of reality check it and be like, how much laundry did you do this week? How many dishes did you wash? Like you don't have to do all the day-to-day things because you can just focus on your work. So that stuff doesn't do itself. And so trying to kind of like show your worth and also know your worth, like you don't have to financially contribute. I've worked since I was like 11, 12 years old on the soccer fields, always bringing in something. I'm always doing three, four jobs. That's just me. I can't sit still. Um, and I know a lot of women are like that too, especially once their kids go to school and they want to be financially independent. How do you see that kind of come into play sometimes with couples where if one's a breadwinner and then one's starting to bring stuff in, do you see some stress or shifts when you work with, with couples or individuals? Um, you know, that can all depend on, again, the relationship. So um, sometimes men are threatened by that. Um, and they become, you know, they, they go through different emotions, you know, cause they're used to their wife being home and, uh, you know, he gets home, the meal's cooked or whatever. It's not always like that. Traditional I mean, we're not, gender roles. We're not, we're not leave it to beaver, but no, no, but some are some, you know, it, it some is are and that's there, okay. right? Yeah. And, and I think what you said about our value, knowing that we're valuable, no matter what, it doesn't have to be money that makes us valuable. And we have to know our worth, that we're there trading um, so that we could be home with our kids and be there and do these things. We're trading that. 
career or that work life for just something different. It just looks different and that's okay. And if you don't want to do that, that's okay too. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, there could be tension there. It could look weird. Um, but I think that's something they, they really have to talk about. And again, communication is so key in every area of our lives, whether it's money, whether it's job transition, um, whatever that looks like, you guys got to be talking about it. You really do. And, I, and that will help solve a lot of problems. Absolutely. And I know like for one, I'm just kind of like thinking of my therapy friends and I would be like, that's their problem, not your problem. They need to kind of settle with that. <laughs> it's like, well, good <laughs> luck telling them that. So let's try to work it out with like our conversation, like for our 15 minutes a week. And again, like budgets, you know, the just like a, a kind of like a curse word, I think in a lot of homes yeah. and spreadsheets and really, um, but it's so, like you said, important because everything. And I feel like it also puts more, um, maybe what's the word I'm looking for? Um, emphasis on your, whoever is bringing it in, uh, more appreciation because it's got to come from somewhere. Someone's working really hard for it and you don't want it to just kind of like disappear. Cause it, you know, it goes faster than it comes in. Right. I mean, it's insane on yeah, how much things it cost. It certainly can. <laughs> it certainly oh my can. gosh. And kids are expensive. I always, my mom and dad always tell me if we didn't have your sister and you, like we'd be millionaires. I'm like, well, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay though. They're, they're worth the, the sacrifice. I know. And it's just kind of funny. Cause it's like, we're grown, we're adults. And it's just like, man, the amount of money, like college, but I mean, money is also, it comes and it goes, you, your relationship will stay. And if you're strong, because if you, you know, times are tough now, people are losing their jobs. Um, and sometimes that's kind of like a definer for people and they kind of lose their relationship or the kids kind of cloud it as well and takes up a lot of time and energy. Um, so it's really also important to regroup with your with the person you chose to be with, whether you have children or not. Um, Absolutely. Right. You're living your life with that partner. So something you said about budgets, it's a, it's a dirty word, right? <laughs> Circle back and, to that. <laughs> yeah. Because I, it's in, think of a budget. It's not telling us what we can't do, but it's telling us what we can do. Mm. So if you put $200 a month in your uh, clothing, category, you can go shopping with that 200 bucks because that's what you two have agreed upon and you don't have to feel guilty or think you have to hide it. And he doesn't have to worry about it because you spent the money that you planned. You guys agreed upon it. He's not saying, oh my gosh, what did she buy now? Oh, I found this in the closet. Yeah. Or the Amazon boxes that like you see all those Amazon names, box. like yeah. you're telling the delivery guy to hide it around the corner. <laughs> those crack me up because you're like, oh, my husband exactly. all the time. What did you buy today? I'm like, check your, check your order. Like check the order on the thing. <laughs> and so if you've planned for that, then nobody has to question or feel guilty. And that would, that's what it's really about. Being able to be free with our money to spend it. Because like you said, we work hard for our money. We don't want it to go to waste. No, nobody wants to waste it. No. We, we want to be intentional with it. We Sometimes we just don't know how. 
and a budget or a spending plan if that makes you feel better cash flow whatever you want to call it yeah different that name positive for you <laughs> uh sit down and do that a, a lot of times when i sit with my clients we go through bank statements they don't even know how much money they're spending mm. they're just swiping Oof. they're not paying attention because you know what Sometimes it's hard to look at. <laughs> we don't want to look at it, but that's the first thing we have to do is face it, become aware of it, face it. And then now let's make a plan to get where we want to go. How do we want to spend our money? You know what? We want $200 a month to spend on clothing. Fine. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Put it in You have it. Right. Yeah. I think that's an amazing tip because that's, I think, I mean, that's, it's, it's funny and people, you know, are online making fun of it. I've done videos on it where like, telling and and there's like mats for like your home that like tells the guy to go hide it and it's funny but it's so true because it just everything's online now it's so easy to purchase it's just click 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 and and you've got your credit card information saved on your phone and you don't even have to like because i feel like too if you have to get up and get your credit card you'll think twice before like is it really worth it because it's more impulse so you know just trying to have those conversations would be awesome. Um, thank that's you. The that the, oh, you're welcome. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say that is the goal of Amazon and the credit card companies. They make it so convenient that you do spend unconsciously. So my advice to you would be, do not say your credit card, debit card numbers. Mm-hmm, right. Don't, don't, what's the, um, the one click. Don't do it. Don't do it. Like, don't, <laughs> don't even like do it. add it to the cart and make it sit there for a minute. And then when you see the yeah. total, be like, Ooh, right. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Donna, this was amazing. Wonderful. I think this information is just gold and will be very, very helpful. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you? Um, what else you can help them with and you know, all things Donette. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Proverbs Financial Coaching. Uh, you can call or text me. My phone number is 562-556-1227. Uh, website is uh, www.proverbsfinancialcoaching.com. And um, I can help open up communication with you and your spouse so that you're no longer fighting about money. Um, if you are single, we can walk through that together and help you gain control of your finances so that you can live the life that you truly want to live without the fin- without worrying about money. Mm. Thank you. And I'll put all that uh, information in the notes for you guys to find. Donette is amazing. And I'm super happy that we met and look forward to hearing more and we'll have you back. I hope if you'll come back and I would fi- love to. share more, share more financial knowledge. I know that I definitely, that, that whole, that whole section really just kind of like scares me. So, (laughs) well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, well, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you for listening to another episode of the chaos and cookies podcast, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the chaos and cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See y'all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.